Hi, this is Cameron, and today we get to hear the second part of our conversation with the champion of the work in Kenya, Tracy Sluzarski. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's start now. HopeCast, learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope podcast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I'm still not Jorge Luis Rodriguez because he is still in Ambato. But I am the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program in Ecuador. Equals H exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. The hope of this podcast is always to keep you informed of what is happening in the ministry here in Ecuador and beyond. And today we get to continue that beyond part. Um, we get to have our two special guests from last week back on. First, Celeste Bundy, Executive Director of Equals Age. Woot, woot. Hi, Celeste. Good morning, Cameron. How are you? I'm glad to see you. Um, and we have Tracy Sluzarski back again. Yay, Tracy. Good morning. Thank you for having us again. Um, I will remind everybody that we are on Zoom, so some of our audio will periodically possibly sound like we're underwater, but uh, and there are slight delays, but thanks for bearing with us. So, Celeste, bring us up to speed on what happened last week, and we'll jump in to the next part of the story. So last week, hopefully you joined us to hear about Tracy's uh, story of just how she became a believer in Christ and really um, through that transition in her life became really passionate about learning about Jesus, um, what he's done here in the world and how she can continue his legacy of loving widows and orphans. Um, every time I talk to Tracy, uh, James 127 comes up in conversation and um, she is just a living example of that as she has um, adopted a, a daughter from Ethiopia and then built a relationship with Bishop Ben Tanguli, who is our country coordinator for all of the work that we're doing in Kenya. Um, so it is just a delight to be able to serve alongside um, you, Cameron, as well as Tracy, as well as the other ministry site coordinators that we have around the world. I'm just delighted that we get to hear a little bit more about Tracy and um, how whatever is pure became part of Education Equals Hope and what we're doing on the ground today. So we left the story off with Tracy had started whatever is pure. Tell us what happened after exactly. that. And well, welcome, Tracy. Hi. That. Thank you so much. And I, I'm always very humbled to work with women like you and people like you also and all the work that you do too, Cameron. Thank you. Um, well, I'll just continue on uh, from last week. Once we started the nonprofit, um, you know, and the theme of, of the verse out of um, Philippians, whatever is pure, whatever is good, whatever is of a good report, whatever is praiseworthy, think on these things. Um, at the time, our, I believed the Lord was calling us to just do anything that was good, whatever is pure. Mm -hmm. The work that he emphasized in my heart was like, hey, if it's a need and it's pure, it's for the ministry. So, you know, when you're dealing with Africa, there's many in need. There's water, there's food, there's clothing, there's... Um, you know, we could go on and on. A lot of people understand the crisis of the third world with HIV and AIDS and the malaria. And those 
those were the kind of things that I think um, we just became very aware of influenced the lives of the children and of the, and of the believers and the leaders that want to be there for their congregations and their, and their students. Um, so for many years um, after that, we just continued on and pressed on and built the ministry. Um, and it wasn't until um, 2016 that I really started praying about um, joining with other great nonprofits. Because, you know, when you have a small nonprofit, um, you know, you have a voice, but there's many amazing works in the church and in the world <laughs> that are doing great jobs. Some are huge ministries and nonprofits, and some are smaller. And sadly, smaller nonprofits can sometimes be viewed as, mm, <laughs> you don't come off maybe as mm, professional in maybe your marketing. I don't mean to say this, but like. Maybe because we don't have a marketing we person <laughs> because we're a small you know, nonprofit. Just how about just talking about it? You know, I invited people to my house. I had I had Bishop come in and we would always have him stay with us. And, you know, and like what Celeste said, building that friendship, like we're just great friends. Like, you know, we have everything in common. Why? Because we love the Lord. And, and, you know, that's what God wants. He doesn't just want us to partner with people because there's a need. He wants us to build relationships with people because we love them because he loves us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you love someone, you care about their, their needs and their needs are extreme. Mm. So with that being said, I just felt like God was saying, Tracy, let's see if there's any other ministries here locally that I could, you know, introduce our work to. And, um, and I have a good friend who's a part of our ministry here with education equals hope named, um, named, um, Michelle Dudley Mm -hmm. and Celeste Boondi was also a part of, um, that, um, the ministry that I knew her from at the time. And she was partnered with education equals hope for her work in Rwanda for the blind school. And I reached out to her and we met up and, um, she, she recommended that I speak to Chip at the time. Um, Celeste wasn't a part yet. It was 2016. And, um, I met with Chip. It was BC um, before Celeste. Yeah, BC. And it was a sad day. It was a sad time. BC. But it was a beautiful time also because I Mm. see um, Celeste was in the future. And, and also, um, God just opened again to tell you, God just opened another door because again, who am I? Like, I'm not coming into this ministry that's established and rooted and grounded. And I'm very professional. And I'm just like, again, Tracy from Central Church. And I have whatever ministry, um, nonprofit. And, but to be honest, I'm not looking down on the small days. You know, God says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Um, and honestly, I mm-hmm. feel like that was core because, you know, I was a small nonprofit, but I met with Chip and the executive director at the time and they heard of our work and, you know, it was not complicated. I just, um, came on board. They, they allowed me to come on board. And from that point on it, things changed because like I said, whatever is pure was established with the, with, with the verse key verse of like, whatever's pure out of Philippians. But, you know, Education Equals Hope was centered in on education. But my partner, Ben, was all about education. He has high schools and schools, and and he just does so much for education that it just kind of all flowed. Like, yes, the needs are greater sometimes in education because, yeah, they need to eat lunch so that they can 
focus on the school mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. they need to uh, get medicine because they they have malaria. Oh, you're good. We can still oh hear gosh. you. Okay. 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 Tracy's video um, just went because, out for a second, guys, I'm but sorry. we're okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so like the, it's more complicated than just paying for school fees. You know, it's like they have to eat, they have to get shoes, they, they need a uniform, they need, um, they need teacher's fees, you know, it's just, and people sometimes don't understand how complicated it is, but like, you know, um, these are Christian schools and, um, you know, the public schools in Kenya, you know, are not where there's maybe some as much lacking as some of these private schools where they cater to orphans, uh-huh. um, where, you know, they don't have parents paying school fees because you cannot go to school without school fees. So in the, pub- built schools. In the public schools in Kenya, mm-hmm. you still have school fees that you must pay. Yeah. Just school like here in Ecuador. And uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. School fees and uniform. And uh, there's more than, more than, it's, it's criminal. How many children, beautiful children do not go to school because of the basic shoes. Ben was one of those kids. He didn't have black shoes to go to school. And he didn't go to school as a mm-hmm. child because of the black shoes. Um, you know, it's so simple. But if you can't get that story out to share that it's a really about the black shoes <laughs> uniform. It's a very simple. You can't. You should write a book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, a very simple thing. That, I tried mm-hmm. simple, but it's complicated because people we we just have a whole different system here in the states. Um, so um, that's when I started with Education Equals Hope, and then Celeste came on. In Celeste, when did you come on? Two thousand. 2018 mm-hmm. yeah. 2018 yeah. so then and then, and then it just was from then on it's just been amazing to work with the team well so between the two of you can you paint uh the picture of what the ministry in kenya looks like currently Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So um, with uh, Tracy's help, I actually got to go to Kenya in February of 2020. So um, pre-COVID and visit our partners on the ground there and meet Ben in person. I'd previously met his wife here in in the States. And um, just to be able to see the work that they're doing, really, Katali is a two plane ride from Nairobi. So you are really out in the bush. And, um, but a beautiful city with amazing people, um, our, our pastors, our ministry site coordinators, there are incredible men who have seen a need. Um, they've seen the leadership of pastor, pastor Ben, um, basically starting orphan homes that are attached to their churches. And those students are the kids that we help go to school. Those children who, as Tracy mentioned, may technically have a parent, but the parent um, abandoned the child. Um, so currently today we have seven ministry sites in Katali and the surrounding areas, um, three of them, which are orphan homes. Um, one specifically caters to boys who were formerly homeless, um, similar to Casa Gabriel in Ecuador. Um, these boys were uh, street kids and um, with COVID, um, there was just a, a curfew instituted in the country. And uh, there were many street boys who were being killed. And so Edward, who was actually a student under the program. What she means by that is killed because they were out past curfew. They were beaten because they had no place to go home to, to get out of the curfew. That's the backstory, right? Okay. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. And, um, and Edward, who was a, a, 
is a graduate of our program. He uh, started this um, safe home for boys called Doors of Hope. Um, and it's just, um, I mean, every single partner that we have there is simply incredible, doing great work and with the people that are right there in front of them. So it's just an honor and a joy to be in partnership with Tracy to see everything that started as whatever is pure and how it's become just a vital part of what we do here at Education Equals Hope. So how many students, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this, how many students are impacted? Do we have a number or is it we actually, we have a number on paper and then there's the real number of how many more actually <laughs> yeah, are yeah. impacted. Yes. yes. The number, the number on paper is 244 students as okay. of today. Um, yes, but there is, again, lots of opportunity to, to grow that um, and to go deeper in the, in the relationships that we currently have with those mm-hmm. students. So it's all in the one city area. And Pastor Ben has 130 churches. Seven of them have houses attached to them with orphans. Am mm-hmm. I understanding that correctly? Many. That's correct. Many of them do. Pastor Ben, just to clarify, has a a handful of partners in the state that do certain kind of work. Like one will do all his buildings and that's called SEM and or uh, so. So it's not just, you know, again, it takes a village. So where we where we cater to um, the needs of the students, uh, they also have another ministry partner who caters to the orphan work that's done. And we center in on our calling. And, you know, that's how ministries should work Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's water needs. So there's, you know, we have that and we have, you know, um, there's just a lot of great ministries out there that do a lot of great things. And you can't fill every bill when you're dealing in the third world. Absolutely. And thank you, Tracy, for saying that. We do believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think that's why there's so much diversity for people who have a heart to give or just want to fulfill the command in, in love to do something. Mm-hmm. You can do something exactly. in, uh, in, in the work of God for the poor. And in fact, there's a blessing attached to it. It says, if you clothe the poor and if you feed the hungry and if you satisfy that, I will satisfy you in a sun-scorched land. There's a promise in Isaiah. Um, you know, I will... God hears us, he sees us, and he will do for us. And it's not the reason we do it, but it is a truth and a promise that as we do for God, we reap what we sow in the Mm -hmm. kingdom. And that is not our intent. Our intention is to serve and love. Mm -hmm. And he promises to see and reward. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that in my life many, many times. Celeste, you were going to say something? Yeah, as Tracy mentioned earlier, Ben not being able to go to school because of not having shoes. Um, the right shoes. I was shoes. just looking at our, the right shoes, the, the right. correct shoes. And um, I was just looking at our budget and those shoes today cost about $7 per student. Um, so, you know, I am a regular visitor to Starbucks and my breakfast now there cost about $8. So if I could give up one Starbucks a month, I could then provide... Um, shoes for a student to have the opportunity. Um, as Tracy said, you know, it just works different around the world. And, um, you know, just having that $7 sacrifice, and it's not even really a sacrifice, um, it would allow someone an amazing opportunity to, to become a great leader in a community. And what I love, uh, there's so many things, but what I'm trying to hone in on is uh, that 
that poverty of condition, that not having the shoes is keeping students from being in a school. And a school is a preventative network in and of itself. Education is a preventative network. Um, And that is why we do Education Equals Hope the way we do, that we do it through local churches, through partners like uh, Pastor Ben, because then the church is that preventative network under a uh, a, a net, a safety net under a student. And then the school is as well. And when that poverty of condition, that poverty of not having the food or the clothes or the uniform or the shoes keeps them from the rest of it, then that poverty of self uh, really comes into play of who am I? What I, I don't have worth or value and we've seen that over and over and over in here. And we spend so much time talking about that with our ministry partners here, that providing the physical resource is incredibly helpful, but it has to be in conjunction with providing that emotional resource that and that spiritual resource that a student can understand and learn their worth and their value. And they have something to give, even if they don't have the right black shoes. Um, and so being able to, to see Pastor Ben's life and to know that there were people around him that poured into him in a way that he has been able to become the leader and the advocate and the servant that he is today um, is really exciting. Being someone from the outside who's only ever met him on Zoom, um, who's only ever heard his reports, but sees how he interacts and sees how he chooses to uh, spend his his lifeblood, spend his time and energy and effort um, addressing physical poverty, but also addressing the poverty of those orphans, of those children, of those students, that they are seen, they are valued, they are known and they are loved. And that is, I think, the heartbeat of Education Was Hope. We want to do both parts of that. Thank you. Yes, it really is. And I also, I wanted to say that, you know, always reflecting on the work of Jesus, like when he saw the multitude sitting on the mountain and he knew that it was lunchtime, he looked around to the disciples and he said, "Uh, what do you have? Mm -hmm. And they looked at each other and they looked for one boy's fish. Like, that's the concept of working in the kingdom for God is like, okay, what do you have to give? And whether it's a pair of shoes or whether it's paying teacher's fees or like one, one of, one of my donors is a widow and she pays for a lunch program and you know, it costs her and just to give an idea, $250 a month and she's feeding so many children at lunch, rice and beans, and it's their one meal a day. And I think, wow, good for her because she's in, in the kingdom. She's, she's just being rewarded. Because, mm-hmm. And, you know, I just think it does, if you have a pair of shoes to give, give a pair of shoes. But if you have a lunch to give, give a lunch. If you have teacher's fees because it's, it's valuable and it means something and it's needed, pay for teacher's fees. It's not always about sponsoring a student and having a name and a face and Sometimes it's about things like a van that are needed and you're like, well, that's no fun, but it is. It's fun because they can get to school. <laughs> it's great it's really fun, fun to them. They love getting in a van. So, you know, I think our per- perception and, and there are great ministries doing sponsorship programs and we have that available, but sometimes it's also about like, you know, making sure they have clean water. Mm-hmm. 
so that they can drink and not get like a, a, a waterborne illness in their bellies and then they can go to school. Tracy, you haven't so. been to Ecuador yet. I put that word yet right. on there. But right. one of the things that, that we talk about a lot with our teams that come down is raise your hand if you chose what family you were going to be born into. And to date, no one has raised their hand. Um, and it's the strangest thing. But it's like we never we didn't choose. Um, and some yeah. of us have uh, incredible resources at our fingertips. And the people that are part of Educational Hope are incredibly generous. And I'm so thankful to be a part That's of this so community. Um, and we get to live out what it is we say we believe. It's one thing to believe it, but it's another thing to get to live it out. And so, Tracy, thank you so much for living out what it is you say you believe. Thank you for being um, an example of that, that that is someone... <laughs> That you don't have to have a degree or a strategic plan or the the no little plan. things all <laughs> a- add up and impact people's lives. And I think that that is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is very near when we are putting into practice the little that we have. If all we have is is one loaf of bread and one fish, that's, that's what we have to give. But if we can offer that, God multiplies it. I think that's what you I heard you saying. Thank you so much. Yes. And I want to thank you for the work you do. Um, and the time that you spend educating people, because I think hearing these podcasts, just give a little, you know, just taking a little bit of time and really listening to what people are doing and how you can get involved is what God wants. He wants us to work in community, Mm -hmm. everybody giving what they have, just like the early church did. And then Mm -hmm. there was no need, it says Mm -hmm. in Acts, Mm -hmm. um, because they all gave according to what they had. Hear, hear. Here, here. Amen. If you, dear listener, would like to be a part of the Education Wills Hope team supporting Ecuador and or Kenya, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. Please, please, <laughs> please go to educationequalshope.org. Find the Donate Now button. Again, ex- what we've been talking about the last few minutes, if it's $5 a month, if it's $100 million a month, we don't want to put any limits <laughs> on you, but there is no amount too small either. So the little bit that everyone gets it adds up and it makes a difference in these people's lives and we get to live out what we say we believe that we love our neighbors as God has loved us thank you Celeste for joining us thank you Tracy for joining us and we look forward to hearing updates from you in the future bye thanks thank you bye-bye thanks for listening to our Hopecast if you want to join the mission know more about it, please visit our webpage www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.